Open Micro Comedy Podcast. Hey, how's it going? Open Micro Comedy Podcast number, uh, actually, 48, 48, I think. 48? Yeah. Holy shit. We're oh. almost at the, the 50 mark. The yeah. Whoa. Two more. Which is half of 100 for those who can't Dang. do math. <laughs> We're killing the game. Yeah. We've been out for yeah. a couple of weeks. Uh, Ashley, you've been pretty busy. Yeah. You know, life happens. I have to tell you, like, August was a shit show. Okay. Uh. You know, what is what 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 literally is a shit show? Because I don't like know everything and anything. Like a show where they just show sh- like, uh, like ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> I'd yes. like to present to you like dun, 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 and then it's just like a a shit on the stage. Is that what a shit show is? It is that, and it uh. is also you are the show, and everything's to shit. You know, I mean, so you are the, the audience, you are the show, and you're you are the stage. Shit. You're mm. everything. Um, not okay. to mention, like, yeah. four planets were, like, aligned and in retrograde, and you guys know how I feel about that. What is retro? I know what retrograde Just ejaculation <laughs> is, is when ejaculate goes back into your penis, but I don't know what four planets ejaculating Well, no, they means. weren't. <laughs> what, 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 what I that? know Jupiter's like, one of them, though. Right. Ju- definitely. Jupiter? Jupiter's Ej- a Re- Retrograde? Retro- no, he's ejaculating. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, so we've got Jupiter ejaculating. We've got four <laughs> planets, like, aligned. Um, we've got August, which is... Just like a, it was so hot. Um, I moved. It was just everything and anything going on just kind of happened. Um, and then, you know, I had a death in the family, sort of funeral. Yeah. Things happened in threes. I'm pretty sure a couple other things happened. I just couldn't keep up. So it was just crazy. And you know what? I wasn't the only one. I started running into other comedians, and they're just like, I'm, t- I'm ready for August to be over. Mm. Um, so yeah, co- this has been a pivotal month for some reason. Uh, really? Not for me, but for other people. I don't yeah. know why. So August is bad for uh, artists and comedians? I, is that what's happening? I've come to the conclusion that I need to be like the Europeans and just go on holiday for all of August. Oh. Because Th- now This I is what they why. do. Yeah, because I went to Paris in August and oh. everything was closed. All of the chocolate shops mm-hmm. closed. Deuces. Trying to get some fucking snails. Couldn't. All the <laughs> restaurants <laughs> closed. <laughs> I didn't you know you went to Paris. Yeah. Not recently, like when I was in my 20s. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought you said like you went a f- week ago or something. No, no. So was it just like it was like a zombie outbreak? It was just like you were the only human being? It was yeah. It was, It was. was pretty empty. light. I mean, there was like McDonald's and shit that was still open. Oh, cool. The museums amazing. were open, but like most of the shops were closed. So. You, we're getting rusty. We didn't even introduce like Matt. <laughs> yeah, we don't need to introduce Matt. Matt's yeah. been yeah, on a bunch of times before. No, no, no. Let's, let's reintroduce. Yeah. Like, uh, um, I've never met Matt, but fine. Matt, give, like, yeah. somebody give him a good introduction. I, I'm with Jamie. I feel it. <laughs> Matt's going to give him a good introduction. Yeah. Okay. Matt's been on before, but he hasn't been on a while. And he, he's usually with Tony. But uh, poor Tony, he's uh, out with a lung sickness. So Or making meth. Either yeah. one yeah. of those two things. Either one of those or two. they could be connected. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So. Because you are supposed to wear a mask when you make meth. And uh, he might not have done that, unfortunately. Maybe not. So, Matt, where are you from? Uh, I am from uh, Cleveland, Ohio. Ohio in the house. All right. And you're a stand-up comedian? Uh, I've dabbled. Need to get back into it more. Okay. And what's your astrological sign? I am a Sagittarius. Ooh. Right on the cusp. 21, December. What does that mean, actually? What does Sagittarius mean? Actually, I don't... That's the one sign I honestly... (laughs) Then why did you go? Uh, mm-hmm. yes. Oh, cool. it's the one What's I don't that? know. No, that was a fake. Mm. No, it was, <laughs> a fa- it was a fascinating one because, you know, you kind of attract certain signs. Uh-huh. And so I was just like, wow, Sagittarius. Okay. 
You're like the um, is it like a a goat or not a goat? But you have a fin or you know, no? It's a, it's a guy with a pitcher of water, I believe. <laughs> why, do, why does he have a pit is he gonna do like an ice bucket challenge to <laughs> so. wait what is it oh, isn't he the water carrier i think isn't he, he? that's what he is he's just a water carrier yeah it's kind that's of a, a sign yeah it's hey, kind look, of i've the got worst. a bucket oh, of water he's like the, he's the water border let's give me an entire astrological sign he's like the bitch of all the other he is i think he just goes and gives them all drinks oh because they're like oh you thirsty yeah the bull is like if the bull is like, boy. boy, boy, go get me some water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it's a good sign to have, apparently. Yeah, it must do wonders for your self-esteem. It does. Jesus. Gets all the ladies. Yeah. So it's there's mysterious. Matt. Matt is, uh, I think we've been uh, trying not to have white people on the podcast for a long time. So uh, I think maybe that's why uh, Matt hasn't been on. It Jamie's just be. speaking for himself. <laughs> like he's projecting what he's doing. I'm like. trying to not be <laughs> a white person anymore. <laughs> so it fits. Every morning I wake up and see it and it, I'm it not, hurts. Well, it's not, it, wasn't like a, it, wasn't like a, it wasn't like a purposeful thing. But if you look at our roster, it's like black, you know, like a woman. Uh, Asian, Asian, black, Asian, and Mexican, you, but you know, no whites. No need like, for marginal white dudes. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like we don't love white people. We love white people. It's Absolutely, just, that's the way that the dice has rolled. You know, but it's nice to have a white person back. Thanks. I'm yeah. glad to be your first white in a while. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, it's nice to just meet you for the first time. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Matt, uh, Ashley, if you don't know this, uh, met in the class that uh, me and Max... Actually, uh, we, we, Maximo and I took it twice, but uh, there was a stand-up comedy class where they do like a little showcase for, for you guys at the end. Uh, that's where we met Matt. Dope, man. Yeah. yeah. And he talks about... What do you talk about, Matt? Um, my now dead mother was oh, a big part Jesus. of it. Jesus. Yeah. Oh, oh way to bring soul. it down. I know. Yeah, that one kind of hurt. You had a really awesome story about like porn in the woods. That, that was the, yeah, the that was one of mine. <laughs> what was what was the porn in the woods story? About how when I when you know when we were kids younger, you had to like really work for your porn. Yeah, that true. is true. It wasn't just on your phone at a button switch. Yeah, it was always in the woods, right? Always yeah. hidden under a stump, usually, or some sort of hollowed out log. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Maximo had a good one about that as well. Yeah. I don't know he if I was going in the woods to get porn. It was more a guy thing because girls have like self-respect and stuff. True, true. So, but we do watch porn. And I remember no. there being a black box back in the day. And that's where you get that free pay-per-view. So there was no like screening or censoring of the porno. And um, <laughs> yeah, I, I had the black so box. Watch it I, I bought that black box for right? $300. I bought that fucking thing. You would. You yeah. Would. yeah, It was you awesome. Would. All the HBOs. All the pay-per-views, right? You get, you get everything. It's like the. Um, and this was at age what ten? No, I think Five. I was like, <laughs> I think I was like sixteen or seventeen. I bought that thing. That's a really good age to buy it. Uh, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. And, and then at what did point did your you life? transition to being the guy selling them <laughs> to the fifteen-year-old kids? Uh, no, I didn't have access. Through. I didn't have access to that, but uh, but that was yeah, that was a it was a life changer, right? Because you saw like because I had seen porn before, but. You know, that was like consistent porn, 24 hours just com- constantly available to you, you know, and, yeah. and, and everything you just everything is at your fingertips. Like I, th- I think I just like didn't leave my house. Yeah. Like three <laughs> <You> years <laughs> afterwards. Oh, wow. Just watching television and, and porn and just constantly, you know, I think it fucked my brain up, honestly. Maybe. Yeah, I, I didn't get addicted, but I did like 
BET Uncut. So at a certain point, like that's when they had like all the uncensored. Yeah, yeah I remember and that. I that was better BET than porn uncut. because it was like real. It right. seemed like real and like, oh, that's what you do when you get older. Yeah. Oh, you, you just fan out money in a hot tub and. <laughs> Right, and you <laughs> dance, and you're like, and you wear, and wear you're a like, g-string. Your butt and boobs get big, and all of a sudden, you're just like, ah, you know. Uh, Actually, looking back at those videos, they were kind of tame in in a way, yeah. Just, just but for saying. a young person, it was like, what? I guess. I mean, they yeah, really it hyped it up, though. That's all I'm saying. Let's talk about Maximo, where you've been. Um, yeah, I, um, out of character, I went camping uh, <laughs> recently. Maximo is not a camper at all. <laughs> yeah. Um, you can tell by the way he says camping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with with <When> disdain. <laughs> why, did, why did you decide to go camping? Because I know you're very against the idea of it. Yeah, I, I've, I've always been kind of against camping because it, it seems kind of insulting to homeless people. Because, <laughs> wow. Like, you know, like you're... <laughs> And, and, I, and I still believe that in a way um, because, like, it, a, a lot of it is so dependent on this, like, nice-ass equipment you have. And it just makes uh, even being outdoors super comfortable. But uh, but overall, like, um, you know, I mostly just went because I haven't been camping since I was, like, 12 or whatever. So you went by yourself? No, I went with some friends. So uh, Like a wolf pack. Kind of, yeah. Got guys, I, girls, I or a mix? I, I, there was only one girl in the pack, uh-huh. yeah. So she didn't count? Uh, That's what you're saying. No, she counted. She okay. counted, <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I, 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 overall, that was a great trip because um, I think I just needed to um, just, you know, get huff some tough climate and like you know kind of uh kind of live with with normies for a while that's that's very good to get like a a normie perspective on life a normie (laughs) (laughs) define normie for people that don't know what normie is you know people that uh don't have like fringe opinions and like uh and are generally you know uh just just not fucked up yet like they uh like average people right no i wouldn't even say they're a- they're average they're um i would say they're above average people that um that aren't held back by their own kind of um mental delusions yeah hmm. okay yeah. i will say that nothing you said made me want to go camping like yeah, <laughs> yeah you, you didn't even mention the Not camping. Like, oh, okay. I, Should I, I sell know. the camping I, more? I, like, I, uh, no, I don't even know. Yeah, like, what, what the fuck did you do? Did it change your you mind do? on camping? Yeah. Did you enjoy it? I did something. actually. Yeah, like, uh, <laughs> when you said huffing, I was, I was like, like yeah. I mean, you. like, uh, I, I mean, uh, nitrous? <laughs> I mean, like, uh, yeah, I, my, you know, my friends are freaking great, though, because um, it's, it's a very... It it makes you grow as a person camping, I think. Does like, it? Yeah, yeah. Because like, <laughs> like, um, a lot of non-refrigerated foods, like, uh, <laughs> it, but we ended up cooking it, and it's not like, and we had a cooler anyway, so like, I don't know. All I think all camping is is kind of glamorous at the end of the day, because like I said, um, it's all 
to what you buy into it up front. Like, Were you guys on drugs? Um, only myself. Okay. <laughs> that, okay. Enough. Okay. I get it. Because I, I, was, I was really trying to follow. <laughs> and I was starting to think <laughs> the heat had gotten to me. All right. Okay. Yeah. And now I'm seeing where the normie thing comes yes. in. Yes. Yes. Now I get it. What did you did you do activities? Did you like play volleyball or You know what was you know, cool? Going like we we just we hopped all over these like rocks on a on a river. It was really awesome. You hopped. Yeah, like you had to jump across rocks to cross the river. And did you go with a group of 12-year-olds? <laughs> No, they were all like. Wait, did, were there badges <laughs> involved in a, in, a, in a camp leader? We had we had an Eagle Scout and like um and a person and a Weeblo completely passed all of the Girl Scout I just levels. Snorted. So so I went with some pretty expert campers. So and did, was, was it like awesome. a glamorous camping experience or was it more like uh, roughing it like in a tent with no heat? You know, like they. They have their own opinions on what what's called glamping, which Ooh. is like, uh, yeah, which I suppose it's like when you full on bring an RV and like electricity whoa. and no. all that shit. Well, that it that it is glamping. Have, it doesn't have to whoa, be an whoa, RV. Whoa. Like no, yeah, my friends glamp all the time. Let me hear your example of what glamping and, and they, is. They, okay, so this is what my friends do. I they, I get invited to these all the time, and I just never go because I I'm, I'm just not a fucking camper. Right, I can't do it mainly you. because of the toilets. So the toilets are you you mean nature no campsite toilets because they have like toilets in the campsites and those are just like murder scenes man oh yeah they're like an outhouse yeah it's it's just the most disgusting hideous thing like there's just always just crap everywhere you know like it's never in the bowl right and it just sits there the porter or is that a porter potty no, it's like an actual toilet. That yeah, you like, like I, I was expecting a porta potty, but the, the toilets were a lot nicer than I thought. Really? Yeah. Was uh, there running water? Uh, yeah, there was running water. Oh, okay, that's probably why. Joshua yeah. Tree has yeah. running water toilets. A lot of places Ooh. don't, and they're just disgusting. But yeah. th- that's one of the reasons I don't. And, and the other one is I just can't sleep. Like every time I try to camp, I can't sleep in the tents. Oh, that, yeah, that that reminds me of a story where I did something kind of stupid because like um. I just got blackout drunk and like, um, and when I woke up, like, I guess they moved to my tent somewhere else. So it wasn't near a fire. Um, but anyway, like I woke up like desperately needing to pee and like, I couldn't find like my flashlight. Um, so I just figured ah, I'll just run out to like some silhouette of a tree. And, and I just did that. And, uh, and I must have ran like maybe seventy yards or whatever oh. to the silhouette. That's the, but that's all you can see in nature is like literally the silhouette of trees and the night sky. It's just pitch black. So you'll so it's an easy thing to kind of run to like a tree. That's not as difficult. But as soon as you like turn around. You can't even see your tent anymore. Like, like mm. you, if you were to like just retrace, like going backwards, like even going the slightest angle differently, it's like you don't even know where you are anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to like uh, pretty much, um, yeah, like kind of, kind of sleep on the ground that, uh, or or at least kind of kind of lie down on the ground looking at the stars all night next <laughs> next to your pee you were just no not next to my <laughs> pee i mean by the time i was like 
trying to <laughs> five, five feet yeah. away from step the back to my tent and <laughs> it was a waterbed in the yeah. total darkness I, I didn't even know where it was anymore so like there was no there nobody was no had point. lights on there was no campfire or anything so you see like if if you were to see any kind of light it it's so like localized in in a periphery that it's useless what are you talking about? I, I think glamping at this point sounds a lot easier. Like like uh, it's so dark <laughs> in the woods. Uh, but there's a the campfire. Were you near the Mojave? No, there's no f- campfire. You didn't have a campfire. Town. Maximum. You were gotta you have the, a were campfire. Were you near the Mojave yeah. Desert? That's like the whole no, point of the sequoias. It's it, it was cold oh, okay. like because of the climate uh, too. Why did you not have a campfire at night? No, we everybody puts out the campfire like when they go to sleep. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah. I, I thought you'd leave you it on so that the, beer, yeah. the bears don't come. No, it's or the you beers. Just, Limbo. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, you put like, your food in oh a my. bear locker. Yeah. Whoa. So you got lost while peeing. Yeah, that's, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, you said you enjoyed yourself, so um, yeah. this is kind of a leap, but would you consider Burning Man? Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Well, no, anyone, I'll put that on the table no, for anyone. Oh, yeah, I would definitely go. I, I, would, I, I would, would for hate sure go. to go there. I, I would you do know it, why? You know I would why. do it better, though. Like, I would want to get, like, an RV and stuff and sleep in there. Cause you know why <laughs> I would not want to go to Burning Man? Because of uh, they have something called an orgy dome. You don't have to go in it. Where um, <laughs> it just sounds like the worst thing imaginable to me. Like, like just people waiting in line to, like, like having this this kind of like really kind of formal organized orgy in a dome. Is it organized? So is that you don't like rules in your orgies? Is that <laughs> well, it just seems kind of. Oh, I love it. It just seems awfully like gatekeepy. Uh, one thing I hate is an organized <laughs> orgy. You have to make an offering, don't you? I thought that was like the thing. Like you, so like some people bring lotion and they. And I didn't mean it that way. I meant like just like to offer because it's dry or water or a toilet or artwork massages. So oh, it's so like you make an like, offer yeah, there's for like everything. A, I heard right? there's like, it's like a barter system mm-hmm. once you get there. It's like a whole different way of uh, communing with people, right? It just seems yeah. like a lot of bad people go to Burning Man. I don't, I don't think so. I think, so a lot of, I think a lot of bad people go to Coachella, but I think, <laughs> I think Burning Man is... Like from what I've heard, because I, I don't I don't know, but like from what I've heard, it seems like Burning Man is still kind of has a little bit of that purity to it, you know. Yeah, because isn't it? It's still like a like love everybody, right? Kind yeah, of and also yeah. the conditions are so harsh that like only Fine. the most dedicated people will go, as opposed to Coachella, which is just fucking a selfie place at this point, right? But I heard it's yeah. it's kind of like that at Burning Man, where like you're um, there's like a ton of rich assholes and, and RVs that like. Yeah, there's that assholes have, like, everywhere. Machine gun guards and and sure. air conditioned and shit. What? Well, well, how did you hear about this orgy dome though? Yeah. I read it in an article. How do they? Okay, so uh, did they explain like how it functions? Like, yeah, how yeah. do they let people in? Like, who, so, did somebody so they decide? form a huge ass lion. Like, there's okay. this humongous dome that's like 80 feet tall. Uh-huh. And um, by dome you mean a tent? <laughs> no, like, this is a dome. It's it's like a mirror dome and like it's an like actual structure inside. Oh, they build yeah. it. Oh, okay. yeah. Okay. Um, and like uh, and it, there's like a humongous line that uh, must last days or something. And uh, must, I'd imagine. Yeah. Because everybody wants to be at the orgy. Yeah, dome. everybody wants to like just fuck something. Yeah. Um, I, I'm guessing. This art? Oh, sorry, I'm guessing it's ninety percent guys, right? No, actually, okay, so I'm not sure about the dome, but I remember just, like, 
learning about Burning Man like years ago and it was a tent. It was like, you know, and, and it wasn't um, the only one. I'm sure there were smaller ones. Oh, so there's other knockoff orgy domes? Yeah. like Come I'm to the original the orgy original. dome. Yeah. Home of the original. <laughs> but like all you, it was just like, where no if you rules. could find space, then you could come in basically and, uh, you know, like offer, you know, you make your offer uh, or whatever that's, that's, and then you can go. But I mean, Sounds um, awful. There's got to be a gatekeeper kind of keeping... You have to leave at some point to use the restroom so then someone, you know... I think there's got to be like a, a gatekeeper keeping like the, the males, the females. Yeah, in yeah. Line. Well, the, the person who... Otherwise, well, it would be like a hundred dudes jacking off. Like a referee? Yeah. Yeah, like a, a refer- <laughs> like a bouncer or, you know... A oh, yeah, yeah. That's exactly what's going on. But, got, but I think uh, also the mentality is a little bit different. Like, I think setting up a dome here in Los Angeles is probably a little bit different than, mm. you know, like the rapport between the people imagine you got to see that person next right I, I think the worst place to get kicked out of is burning man right. i mean you got to be a real asshole you know uh, what i mean because it's such a free place you don't ha- even have to go to a dome probably to have an org you know an orgy to be you can have honest. your own orgy dome. in your rv people are probably actually are what's down. fucked up is like people bring their kids to burning man too right yeah like, don't put the kids in the orgy fuck dome. that's like people bringing their kids to comic-con that annoys the hell out of me because is like, that known for orgies yeah. <laughs> i mean yeah, there's it, no it's, orgies in comic-con it's secret, but, but it's still orgy. like the same idea like like you're a fucking parent like you you know your kid's probably gonna run into like some like really cleavagey inappropriate looking chick or oh like they do with their like teachers that. at school i mean or or just like um but you know like comic-con and burning man are not but, like but back to the orgy kid dome. appropriate places i just i want to know more about this orgy dome okay okay yeah. so okay so there's a gate are you going like <laughs> what I just, are you preparing like uh, whenever i hear about like swingers or orgies i'm just always so fascinated by the minutiae of it like mm-hmm. the the particulars mm-hmm. you know like what's the etiquette it's it's in very an formal because like um yeah they, like it, they, mu- they it have, has to be formal yeah yeah because there are designated spaces like they're supposed to be i think only like eight couples at a time in the orgy in the entire orgy uh, dome yeah it's, so it's a limited space even though it's a huge and you have space. to be a couple in order to go into the orgy dome you can't be a dude by yourself yeah you can't be alone yeah that makes yeah. sense uh-huh. yeah. right because yeah. women like if you see orgy dome right a woman would not a single woman wouldn't be like oh I, let's go there yeah it's like there's oh, no woman <laughs> yeah there's no woman yeah, well you can, you can be yeah. a single woman going and that's allowed if you no but go no single woman dome. would yeah. go yeah, into exactly. an orgy dome uh-huh. yeah uh, 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 Counter to that, most, yeah. Counter to that, every single man would go into the orgy. Right. Dome. Yeah, so they're, like, they're right. not you know? allowed so. in the orgy dome. Okay, yeah. so it has for to good be, reason. Yeah, for good reason. Oh, interesting. So it has to be couples that go into the orgy dome. Generally, yeah, either yeah. single women, or not likely, or couples. And then, and then, when you approach another, or like, polyamorous, whatever is going on there so like yeah. if you're in an orgy and you like decide you want to like do some shit to another you know couple like how do you approach them be like may i you, you actually know, you have, have to cons- go i think you have, you have to, to go consent? through one of like the refs like they have uh referees. There, so referees? there are referees yeah there are referees yeah. Oh, inside wow. the orgy wow okay yeah. this is different than like swing the swinger parties yeah there's be- no referees there no but also did you watch okay did anyone watch that there was a documentary that was on netflix um gosh a couple seasons ago and it was all about swingers around the world and they were focusing in on the ones in europe a couple of places and like they almost have like bed and breakfast but it's for swingers and so these different couples come there that was like one then there was like um in england like in the um country 
uh, a family who had two kids, daughters who were like 13 and 15, and they would clean the entire house. And it was a huge house. Like um, I would say we would call it a cottage, but let's say a two-story type cottage. Mm-hmm. Clean the whole thing, and they would roast a pig because they would have food and all the stuff. And then all the swingers would come, and the kids would you know leave. They would fuck the pig. No, they would just because you need to eat. It's an it's a long oh, thing. Oh, they would eat the pig. So there would be they wanted. It's like I don't know. I don't know. Putting on you know putting your best foot forward. And have that sort of a party. And then there was clubs that you could go to for swinging. And the only thing is, like, you um, you ask, like, are you okay? It's just, you know what uh-huh. I mean? Like, there's no clearance. Right. <sighs> you know what's weird? It's like... Um, it's, that's, that's so crazy. Like, there's this whole... Th- this is what I'm talking about. Like, whenever I talk about, like, um, furries and all of these different communities, like, there's all these different communities that have all these different rules and they mm-hmm. just live life within these, you know, interesting rules that they've created for themselves along this, you know, idea that they've kind of gathered around. You know, it's fascinating. It seems like with these kind of swinger type orgy people, like, like they'd they'd have like a a host kind of figure that that makes makes the rules. No, no, I'd imagine they they'd make a speech and a toast at the beginning at the beginning right and it would be kind of like give us a taste of that speech it, uh, uh, like he'd be holding up a wine oh, glass be a he, huh? and he'd go like <laughs> okay everybody <laughs> unfortunately um, i'm glad you have gathered here in this festivity <laughs> of heathens <laughs> now gather around me and partake in the pleasure and then he takes a big gulp of wine, and you're <laughs> and you're wearing like and a silk gown, right? And then no, but he has to set down the rules, right? Oh yeah, oh yeah, that's right. right, right. He's, and, and before he says begin, he says, "Now before we start, <laughs> here are the rules. If you want to get with a, another person, you've got to go through me." Because I am the ringleader here. So it's like the guy in Mad Max explaining thunder, how Thunderdown works, yeah. right? Like yeah, or, or, or like Tyler Durden <laughs> yeah. in Fight Club. In Fight Club. Yeah. So it's, it's Fuck Club. Wow. The first yeah. rule of Fuck Club is don't make eye contact with me. Don't make eye contact. It's very with cult-like in a way, because like it is kind of at the whims of like the the rulers of the orgy. Yeah, they're, they're all like that. Every every group kind of has its uh its Jesus figure, you know. Yeah. And uh, you, you kind of need that. Every, every like, and that's the thing that I realized. Like, in order for groups like that to become popular, you need like a central figure that uh like like I was watching this documentary on um on Netflix called Behind the Curve, which is about uh, flat earthers, you know. Oh. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, they have their own figures. They have like podcasters and like speakers who like everybody kind of looks up to them. And uh, believes their science and such, you know. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's weird. Like you look at the the connection. Then, like you're talking about these orgy people. It's not that they're like that's why cults have orgies and polyamorous things. Because same thing, they have like this central, you know. Yeah, Warren Jeff like a figure. like a Manson or a yeah, yeah. Koresh type and that do the same thing. It's like yeah. a big communal. Well, 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 what about, me, all these what about you, Matt? If you had a cult, would you have orgies or would you have no orgies? I think I would have orgies, but I, I'd be, I wouldn't be throwing them out willy nilly, you know, like not one every like 
Limited day. orgies. Limited. It's like a special occasion. Oh, okay. wow. Like, like maybe like holidays. Actually, I would imagine like that's what they do, right? They like they, they, they have orgies on special occasions. Like, I don't actually know this, but but it makes sense because it's like, oh, it's Labor Day. We might as well have an orgy. No, I don't, I don't think they. Se- I, don't, I don't think any cults celebrate yeah. the, the mass holidays. Or, or what yeah. if it? What if it was more of like a paganistic kind of thing? Like because it's like around Easter, we're it's like the ritual of um, Agonenthar, and like, <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then we must like, we must. F- Feed him seed in like a cup and have an orgy and. Well, all I know is orgies brought about marriage. What? That's true. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Tell us the history of that. Actually. It's the like Romulus and Remus, right? Yeah. Uh huh. What is that? Tell us the history. Tell us. Explain. So that's somebody, like somebody more rapey than. What? It's kind of rapey in a way. They they call that like the rape of the Sabines, right? Like. True, but um, I would let's talk. Just I was just talking on an even more surface level of okay. like, um, you know, in the Roman Empire, who was it? Was it Saint Augustine or no, no, no? no. Like, okay, so um, I think in in one of the first Roman societies, I forget, I forget what they. I think they're the Sabines, right? Like, yes. so the Romans like pretty much fucking uh, killed all the men and like and and uh, and took all all the women like and kind of like raped them pretty much and then the leaders the, of rome I, uh, and then like through stockholm syndrome like the raped women were pretty much like ah we might as well just kind of accept these guys and like survival they went into survival mode yeah they went into survival okay. mode and like um they were having kids yeah and so saint augustine was basically like hey uh the state is tired of financially taking care of the kids so you need to get married Oh. I mean, we're just giving you a sort of like yeah. This is probably completely of. wrong. Like we're just kind of shooting history. No, from no. The saint hip. Augustine literally was the saint who um, declared marriage, and it and marriage really to this day only cares about the um, children and the financial institute aspect of marriage. Oh right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. From orgies. From orgies. Thanks, orgies. Yeah. Thank you, orgies. <laughs> Jesus. So if we, they would have just been taking care of the kids, we wouldn't have. Yeah. You know, we talked about orgies for a long time. A we went down. I think it's time to move hole. on from orgies onto what, Ashley? Uh, to your doctor's appointment. Oh yeah, I went to. Uh, it's, it's not very. Come uh, on. Apparently, I have to get an endoscopy, which is when they stick a camera down your throat. Whoa. So, uh, oh, at least it's not your asshole. Right. I, yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. I, you know. You know what? Uh, I I had this memory of like I, I used to get a lot of stomach aches when I was a kid. Uh, when I was ten years old, my mom took me to the. The doctor who uh, actually I got a colonoscopy when I was ten years old. Jeez. Yeah. You know and and I was actually I was awake. Th- this was a long time ago. Like like I, I think it was like eighty nine or something because I was like ten years old. So I actually got I was awake during that. Are you, you supposed d- to be asleep? Yeah. They use, they yeah. fucking put you to sleep because no, it's a painful actually, fucking. Wait, I've seen it on TV. Thing. No, no, on, like, my the Real Housewives. That's well. My dad loved for whatever reason loves to talk about. I thought he said getting a you, colonoscopy. I thought you were gonna say he loves colonoscopy. He practically, <laughs> he practically does the way he like talks about it. I'm not kidding. Like, but he was awake in his colonoscopy. I Dude. think you can be awake, but you're supposed yeah. to at least be medicated. You're supposed bit. to be sedated. Yeah. I, I was in such fucking pain. Like, uh-huh. were you even sedated? I don't remember being sedated, man. I think they made me drink like something or something. I don't know, but like they didn't like stick Jeez. a needle. Like I didn't have any needles in me, you know. 
Oh my fuck! Yeah. And I that think, is traumatic. Yeah, I think I have like PTSD or something from that. Like I'm just it's, it's all kind of coming back because it was such uh, like I was so young and the pain was so intense and it was in my ass, you know, which uh, which is basically like uh, getting raped, you know. And it's like don't <laughs> move, like, don't move, yeah. and and having it filmed. Yeah, having it filmed, man, oh. insides of my ass, and I remember like peeking over my shoulder. And seeing the camera, because the doctors were looking at the camera, you know, and seeing my inside, uh, like, fucking colon and being like, holy shit, what is going on? Like, I was, I was like, that's traumatic. It's like an alien world, bro. Jeez, at 10? Yeah, at 10 years old. But anyways, I went to the doctor. The thing about doctors, I, I fucking hate doctors. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, because of that experience. But, uh, like, uh, I, I, like doctors have no idea of like customer service I at feel all like, no you know. yeah they it's actually care. like they're told to not they're pieces of yeah. shit they're actually absolute pieces or, or, or the most of them that i've seen mm-hmm. i'm sure there's some good doctors out there but I, I waited an hour and a half to see a doctor after i made an appointment and it was early to my appointment and then he sees me for five minutes he, he fucking barely would listen to this anything that i had to say He's trying to rush me out the fucking door like uh just do a colonoscopy uh, just do an endoscopy you know, no, I, I find that you have to have, I mean, the more you're an asshole, so to speak, let's say in the other outside of the world, the, right. the better your visit will go. Like you have to kind of take the horn and like kind of steer it, you know, like you have to be as, like, a, as a doctor. Or no, or as, a, as patient. a patient, like mm-hmm. you have to be like, hey, I'm here for this. No, I told you all these symptoms. What are other um, options? You know what I mean? Like there's many different diagnoses for the same symptoms. Right. Yeah. And I was I was I, I kind of. You know, I was telling him my list of symptoms. I was asking him questions, and he just like looked like he was bothered by the whole thing. You should have said, you know? "Hey, are you bothered by me being in this room?" <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm I'm telling you, as someone right, who had right, a right. baby, uh-huh. you would think that like people would be tender and like, oh no. So even even in like maternity wards and shit, doctors are like that. There, she stuck. She fisted like stuck her hand all the way in there. I was oh. like screaming, and I was like, because they're supposed to check um, if the cervix was you know open or whatever, uh-huh. and I was like. Get! I got to the point where I was screaming, "Get out! Get out of me!" And then she was like, "Oh, can my assistant?" Um, no, no, this is not a, not today, uh-huh. right? But imagine if like you're like, I guess that's how the protocol goes. Like you have a right to be like, "No, I don't, I don't want this to be a lesson today," you know? Right, right. And it sucks. I'm just saying, like, yeah. it it really sucks. It does because like they're dealing with people with anxiety that are like thinking about, you know, like, "Oh shit, do I have something serious?" Do I, mm-hmm. you know? And they're just like fucking assholes, you know? True that. Yeah, doctors suck, right, Matt? Most of them, yeah. Like yeah. you said, I've I've seen a few. See, I I was in the hospital when I was a kid, and they're good with kids. Because mm-hmm. I think that's the one dip. Like, I was in a hospital for a burst appendix when I was fifteen. Oh, you had one of those. Yeah. Huh? I don't even know how that happens. How does it burst? Do you have to like? It gets infected. Do you have to punch? Do to, does it have to like be hit? Or no, it's it literally just can get infected internally and for no reason generally. Yeah, it's literally it's like one of those mysteries of the human body. Like, it has no purpose. Uh-huh. There's there's no you don't need it to survive. And it only happens when you're a kid. Usually, I've heard of a few cases with adults, like elderly. But yeah, but mm-hmm. like, I seventy five eighty percent of them are almost always like teenage like 18 and that makes sense especially in boys um because you're having the growth spurts yeah um, sometimes you have legit like fast abrupt 
growth spurts, and that's where I hear a lot of people have um, issues. Yeah. I used to have horrible growing pains. Oh. Where? It's like in my knees. Um, in my soul. My yeah, just all oh, in your was, soul. In why yeah, don't you um? <laughs> why don't you read um? Ch- uh, chicken soup for the teenage soul. <laughs> <laughs> heal yourself. I remember those books. <gasps> I do. Those Best fucking sellers. books. They made money. Is that oh, fast. <gasps> Has, it, has like a bully ever uh, walked by you when you're reading that and just like just smacked the book out of your hand and said, like, into a pile of homeless <laughs> pee? Hey, what are you under the stars? Yeah, but While doctors camping. doctors are assholes and uh, they 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 get no like they they just get they get no like they get uh, a lot of praise. Rep- yeah, they get praise. They get no fucking reprimand. Well, where, whereas every other customer service person. Gets reprimanded oh, all yeah. the time. Doctors yeah, oh, do not yeah. get uh, reprimanded, and you know, like I'm in a appointment-based business. Like I know how appointments work, right? The reason that you have to wait one or two hours every time you fucking go to the doctor is because they overbook. You know, mm-hmm. they way oh, overbook, and then you know they they want like it, so so every appointment is like super 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 short. I, 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 saw, I can't. I saw this money. fucker. I saw this fucker for five minutes. I paid him 120 bucks out no. of pocket because I don't have insurance. But like part know. of it too is it's it's literally part of the job. They're told not to show emotion. Yeah. Emotion like my my mom died last year, and the doctors like tell you like I'm so sorry. This is a harsh decision, but it's like talking to a robot. Right. Mm-hmm. They say it like a, any other person you've met. It's like oh I'm so sorry. This is the actual physician is like I am sorry. This is terrible. Isn't that because You've of their, their narcissistic complex? More no, than I think it has to do a lot with insurance. So, like, yeah, um, because there's so many people suing for just the stupidest things, uh, they have to cover. What, their what are they going to sue because people somebody was nice to them? Some yes, what? You, someone could be like, oh, that sounds like a great idea. Like, let's just say you're like, oh yeah, maybe I should go. Um, I don't know, driving by the beach, and then they go drive by the beach, and they get in an accident, and they're like, "No, but my doctor told me to go drive by," you know. Oh, and then I it's see, just, and then it's not that there's a real case; it's just the fact that it costs money to deal with the sort of litigation. It would come up, so you have to settle. Right, right, right. Which is the influx in the price of things to cover stupid shit like this. But I don't think that has to do with caring, though. No, you it know. does because you can't be emotionally involved because as soon as your emotions start playing a part, you're you're bound to make just human error and yeah. mistakes. No. That's the yeah, you're thing. not even uh, allowed. Like my yes. um, I've well, got a couple of uh, doctors in the family, and um, and uh, and my cousin wasn't allowed to perform surgery on on my dad, even though my dad wanted to hire my cousin. Because they're related, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, my cousin was like, "I legally cannot do that." Like, right? Okay, yeah, but being nice, you know, like just kind of being nice and uh, wanting to kind of be helpful—that's you're not gonna get sued for that, you know. Like, uh-huh. not trying to rush you out the fucking door, you know, <laughs> like. Right. But think yeah. about it. Like, if nine times out of ten people aren't gonna complain, they're just gonna deal with it. Then uh-huh. you'll keep up with it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, because I mean, they're fucking doctors, and apparently they're you know like everybody wants a doctor. Every woman wants to marry a doctor, right? Like it's no, seen as it's seen no as one thanks. of the higher professions. I'm Actually, have. I don't know. I women don't friend. care about money these days, and, and uh, I'm pretty sure. But, but anyway, let, let, we're what are you hitting, talking about? We're kind of hating a wall on the subject. Yeah. Let's just change the topic. I hate doctors. Right, let's let's talk about clowns. Oh, a natural transition. Well, you, Matt, you, Matt tell us <laughs> where you. What's up? You love clowns. Well, Patch Adams was a so, clown doctor. I'm fascinated by you know with the the new It movie and that's coming out. It, it fascinates me how clowns 
have have become this thing of like fear, but then they're also this thing of like joy for children. No, hell, no. they've always Alleg- been allegedly. Fear. No, that's yeah. what I'm saying. And it's like, and I've been thinking about this a lot. It's like, because you think about though, but like, hear how many people like they rent a clown for their kid's birthday and it, never they leave a cycle. No, there are a lot of normies that the normies just don't exactly. associate. Um, well, maybe they do, but they don't care. They're just they they care more about the tradition of it. But I hear tons of logic. people I know that have like kids, and they like go yeah. to parties where they rent like a clown. Yeah, and you leave your twenty children alone. Yeah, with a clown. With this guy, and it's like fuck. Think of, think of this. Like, <laughs> say say one of us, me, Jamie, or Maxima, we show up at at a house full of kids, thirty kids. You know, dressed, you know, Jamie's wearing like a sweater vest and skinny jeans and a bow tie. And he's like, yeah, I'm here to paint your kids' faces and make them balloon animals. They're going to think he's like a child molester. (laughs) But if he showed up in makeup with a wig on, looking like some kind of demonic creature, they'd be like, head on in. Yeah. (laughs) They're yours. (laughs) That's true. You know what bothers me about clowns though is like they're supposed to be like funny funny guys right yeah but their entire shtick relies on like clown stuff you know it's not like a a a real comedian that kind of has their own thing and their own story and their own jokes it's more like like i'm i'm gonna buy into this like preset idea of a clown and and borrow from that and use that to like attempt to make people laugh it's it's there's something well i think i think clowns that. are basically kind of they were created for children right so that's why the bright colors because children respond to bright colors and they don't tell jokes like you know like hey was well, some funny thing happened to me when i was driving over you know because kids don't understand that so they just <laughs> fall down and juggle shit or, right? a, yeah, <laughs> like, or, or throw up high at something falls. Yeah, exactly yeah. But there's oh. an art of clowning. Like, yeah, that's right. They have a clown college. Yeah, they, they have yeah. a clown college, yeah. right? But yeah. do you learn to be a clown in clown college, or do you just learn, like... I don't know. They have puppeteer um, They have, like, rodeo clowning. clowns. And also they have like, classes about clowning, where they, especially uh, for... Like, I haven't taken it. I'm not planning it, but for We should all go to, to clown college. It, it helps you with, like, your presence on stage and, like, physicality and, like... You know, there are certain things, qualities of catching the eye, just transitioning tempo yeah it's a lot like theater i'd imagine yeah i respect clowns do you respect clowns i don't respect clowns i I respect their abilities that Uh they learn Uh but then they make them frightening i don't know the only clown i loved in my entire life was homie the clown oh Oh, yeah yeah. that was was a parody of clowns you don't play that you don't play that yeah (laughs) but like like here's a famous clown and living Ronald clown. McDonald, frightening, right? frightening, right? Yeah, that guy's disgusting. I, I, I'd hate for him to even touch my if, hamburger. If he, sat down, if he sat down on a bench next to my kid, I'd grab my kid. No, but I mean, let's talk about him really quickly. Um, how did he have an afro? It's because of the uh, the early '80s, I'd imagine. Like, I think all clowns had that had that hair. They had but that it was big like poofy hair. Grown out, but no, but I think it's the, the early '80s. Like that was the cool hairstyle back then. He was like if Big Bird had a baby. He was like a ginger black person. That's, what <laughs> but it's not that. natural ginger. He was like it's al like, albino. It's like pure <laughs> red. <laughs> it was all sorts of weird. Yeah. Yeah. and he was tall. 
It was oh t- yeah, it was taller, yeah, than, right. taller like, than like big. Grimace, right? <laughs> yeah. Fuck. And he was in charge of like this crazy cast of characters, man. Oh, the, yeah. the hamburger. Yeah. Fuck, that guy's Fuck even it. more disgusting. And his teeth are the same color as like his face. I like, mean, think about the hamburger for a second. Burglar. He he steals used hamburgers. What the. <laughs> Fuck. Well, and <laughs> I, I was listening to something where they were talking about. Do you remember? He looks like a bandit. The original Hamburglar okay. was was this frightening, like giant headed guy with like a mask. And then they rebranded him. Uh-huh. This was like a legit thing, and they made him into a sexy. He looked like Zorro. Oh, because he's ha- purple. The hamburger? <laughs> no, it was just a guy. It was just it was like Antonio Banderas dressed as the oh, yeah. Made him look like a bandit. Yeah, and yeah. he was like this sexy, and he had like long hair. He's like a Spanish like puss in boots. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so like it was just a guy. It wasn't even a costume anymore, and they changed it into that. And that's that's more frightening. I feel. What they changed it into a sexy guy? I don't yeah. remember. I don't remember the hamburger being sexy. Yeah, he, steals, <laughs> he steals used hamburgers <laughs> and then steals your heart. No. Ooh, look at that! Somebody was oh at the marketing team. Yeah, you know, they, the more I think about Ronald McDonald, the more I think that he might have been black. No, he was not a no. black. Actually, he was not black. No. Are you sure about that? If that, uh, no. Have you seen not. the picture of the real like makeup list? He was not a brother. He was not. No, he was. No. A, hmm. I think they he was like a Jewish guy. One of them was. Yeah, also oh, there's multiple Ronald McDonald. Well, here's the crazy thing. I, we might have to look this up. I believe the original Ronald McDonald was actually a pretty famous actor. I think it was Willard Scott or somebody like that when they first did it. Mm. And then it, it didn't connect, and then they switched it to the Afro guy that we know now. Mm. But I think it was like he was actually this Willard Scott guy, whoever it was, was the original, and it was like a known actor. Like, and it was different. It was much subtler clown. Like yeah, he wasn't I, I think what makes clowns the scary, like what makes clowns scary, is the white face because uh, yeah. white, white and face is kind of and like also the high shrill voices they use. Hi, everybody! Yeah, it's yeah, because it's like their hi, faces I'm are Jamie like, the clown. And they get rid of the eyebrows and they move yeah. them, so they have like a constant grimace. That will, yeah. but some women do that. Well, that Just I don't have to really. <laughs> I think it's just <laughs> I'm like oh, all not, right. Yeah. It's the white face, though. It's like death, you know. Like, but then, but the only then, time you ever see a white face is when uh, somebody's dead. Yeah. Like, but why, why would you paint your? Oh, go ahead. But then it's the it's the white face combined with the bright red lips, because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it's like you like the, you this, said the death thick. and then blood. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like this combo of these two. Yeah. I think that's what makes it really frightening. Yeah, the design of the clowns. They got to redesign the, a clown. They got to rebrand that shit. I don't know. know. I you know what? I am not. I'm. St- I'm just not into clowns, but I will say like they're gonna make them yellow. They'd be way more. Like jaundiced. They, well, they they look a, like like a Asian. Hey, or, Ronald or, McDonald has hepatitis. Unless yeah. there was neon green or something. No, that'd be, be weird. Different. That'd be too. Weird. Yeah, yellow man. They look too like chickens. Weird. They look like Asian or chickens or like a Pikachu. You know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, let's just clown. say Ronald McDonald's like Canadian. Because, like, why are all Canadians named McDonald? Have you ever noticed that? Are all of them? Why? Or like, just Norm so McDonald? There are so many Canadians named McDonald. Like, I don't really? know why. Yeah. 
I haven't found Oh, yeah, one one of the kids in the hall guys yeah. is a McDonald. Uh-huh. Rory McDonald. Like, uh, it's a really common Canadian last name. Interesting. All right, I think we've... Uh, oh, but No, no, no. I, wanna, I just, just want to bring up the Joker. Like, okay, I don't know Joker. if you have friends like that. I don't. That, like, uh, <laughs> what are those? Um, okay, okay so around? there's like this Joker movie coming out. And oh, with Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah, it looks fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, like, but a lot of people are like afraid of this movie for some reason. Afraid Why? of it? Yeah, Ooh. yeah. Like, I, I have a lot of it. friends Who's that are afraid like, of it? afraid of this movie. Um, because there's clowns in it? No, because like, um, because uh, I guess like you know, school shooter types will like, like socially afraid. Mm. Yeah, yeah, school shooter types would would then. I mean, in their logic, um, they they'd be all they're oh, they're all completely against the movie because they're like, oh, like we don't need like a movie that it glorifies that, that like makes that gives like a school shooter a hero or or something like that. And like, I don't know, I. I think I there's really plenty of movies that. that are exactly like that. Plenty of TV shows. That are I know exactly that they're like already that. out there, yeah. like, and and they're they're very subversive. They're uh, or they like the, the twenty other times they've done the Joker in some way. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh huh. Hmm. But yeah, it sounds like you're talking about TV programming and all television programs. No, I'm not. Just go, no. There's ones that glorify bad guys, like no. The Sopranos. All or television shows are programming you when you're watching them. Oh, yeah. So a, I mean, that's the whole I'm purpose of is media like is to drive culture, right? right. Like cultural ideas are so driven through is, media. Right. Yeah. But at the same time, it's, it's, it's basically kind of a... I mean, what... I mean, there's a lot of truth to it, too. So can you really... Can you really fight what people are already thinking anyway like you i don't know it's just that's disney that's what they're trying to do (laughs) (laughs) uh ashley we were talking about top three clowns what's your top three clowns go homie the clown Um, one well who did i say sideshow bob sideshow bob's not a clown I, I thought you said he was an assistant. He's a well, clown's assistant. That doesn't yeah, crusty, yeah. say crusty. Crusty's like okay. Crusty. Okay. Ronald McDonald. I don't fuck with clowns, so I think we'll just go with. <laughs> That's a just weird a, question, just man. Just two. Just two. That's a really weird question. Yeah. Okay. Anyone else? Okay, Matt? I got three. Um. Uh, okay, the Joker is number one. Pennywise and Sweet Tooth from Twisted Metal. Oh, the one with the the, the Twisted Metal is the video game with the yeah. crazy yeah, cars, right? Uh-huh. Oh, and he's got like a flaming head. Yeah, that's right. right. Uh-huh. Oh, you have you have no legit clowns in there. Yeah, like I was gonna all, say all crazy. The clowns. top legit clown mm-hmm. is a serial killer, <laughs> John Wayne Gacy. Yeah, right. I mean, yeah. he's the most yeah. famous actual clown. That's right, true. Right. Yeah, that should tell you something right there. Yeah, th- yeah that's weird. <laughs> that's right, because like there's never been a huge. Clown Bo- Bozo. celebrity. Bozo the clown was. But do you know anything about Bozo other nothing. than his name? Nothing. Mm-hmm. No, 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 nothing. no. You have like the river dance people. Like you but have could, like. Could one of you sketch um, me what Bozo looked like right now? I'm guessing he had a white face. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and Two red lips. Circle yeah. cheeks. <laughs> but there's never. There's never big shoes. Ever. Blue eyes. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. A right. billowy outfit. All right, what do we got next, Ashley? What are we talking about? Let's talk about sticks and stones. Oh yeah, I yeah. loved it. Boom, I loved boom, it. Boom, boom. It's about time we had, you know, somebody bring the hammer down. I didn't see it, so you guys talked about like, it. Like, you know, the the kind of cancel culture shit. <laughs> like, That's what I've been hearing. That's what I've been yeah, hearing. Yeah, right? 
I, he's getting a lot of shit for it too. Yeah, right? yeah. from who though? I don't, I don't know. That's, this the, is what I've that's the only reason why I found out about it. Like, because I don't. I mean, I have Netflix, but I barely watch TV. And the only reason why I found out about it is like the Vice article that said like August twenty sixth. Like, oh, like you you can skip Dave Chappelle's new special. Oh, dang, that's so. Yeah. It's inter- okay, so it, it is Vice, though. I mean, yeah. I'm not <laughs> fuck Vice, right? Okay, my perspective is that it's fucking genius. Yes, he's hit like um, a great, just like iconic part as a comedian because he's causing controversy. Do you know yes. what I'm saying? That means that yes. he's actually doing what most comedians set out to do is to talk about everyday things, their perspective, their point of view, whether or not you like it or not have, you know, add some sort of value, mm-hmm. whether or not you agree mm-hmm. with it or not, you know, it was, it was funny. You know what I mean? Whether or not you maybe were fin- I mean, that's what comedy is. It's not like to rub your, you know, your belly while you're sitting there. I mean, I just thought like... That's clown shit. Yeah, (laughs) clown shit. And I just thought it was just... I don't know. I just just freaking thought it was amazing because especially like being at the top is the hardest because to maintain, you know, like being that champ. And then on top of that, um, he ruffled feathers. Like I think every great comedian that has died, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like we always go back to that point where everyone's like, Oh, I don't, I don't fuck with him. Like, come on. No one liked, um, prior. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now yeah. it's like, he was like the man. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know what I mean? Anyway, nobody liked, what do you mean? Nobody liked prior. Like I at, mean, the I moment, think at the it moment, was yeah. it was very controversial. Hmm. Yeah. I think comics and comedians and entertainers yeah. and probably people who yeah and he was and it hurt him his career like acting like he was supposed he wrote co-wrote Blazing Saddles Richard oh really Pryor did. Mm-hmm. okay and he was supposed to star in it but he was such a divisive figure at the time so he was very controversial they would not let him be in the movie but I mean he was but a legend w- at the time though he among, was a amongst, legend amongst, true amongst comedians and yeah. You but know, he was the artists. Of he the time, was, right? but he had a, he was controversial, and and in that day, cussing like, was like, yeah. like that was like bringing to the forefront, um, just kind of like the vernacular of people who, grew, how he grew up, uh-huh. you know what I'm saying? Like people thought that cursing was for like I don't know, I don't know, maybe sports or just not at the dinner table, not on the stage. Yeah, or he like popularized the, that. Really? Yes, like it was it, him. It was him. Wow. And like he made it public well, that he. Lenny boosted a little bit of that as well, mm-hmm. right? But like, I would oh, say totally. he George really, Carlin and. But he really popularized, and and pretty much comedians today can curse, and it could be used as the punchline yeah. or as the setup, or you know, mm. just like at Bernie Mac was uh, you know d- was able to kind of be like I told a motherfucker he has a whole bit about, it. and then the motherfucker this is what a motherfucker can be used as. Do you know what it's I mean? It's pretty good, Bernie Mac. Thank you. I, mean, I love Mr. Bernie. Give it but, a uh, 9 out of 10. Well, you know, if I work on it. <laughs> but what were you going to say, Matt? I was going to say, yeah, like, the, I mean, like, the other thing, like, he burned himself smoking crack, so he made that public that he smoked crack, and right. that made him controversial. Yeah, I, like, I, heard, I, I heard about, like, uh, like, tapes of him, like, talking about blowing dudes and stuff. Apparently, he was bisexual. Yeah. Yeah, he that. talked about that on stage, too. Yeah, and he would talk about all of it on stage. Hmm. Like no filters. That's that's got to be freeing in a lot of ways, right? Just talk about a lot of people now don't do that, right? No, I think yeah. like this Dave Chappelle thing is. Uh, yeah, get on that. Like, what, 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 what? Do you, what are your thoughts? So I found it fascinating. The I was reading like reviews of it to see because I'm like, I this has like 
there have to be people up in arms over this. I start reading like articles. And the one that fascinated me was the Jesse Smollett stuff that he does. Jesse <laughs> <Yeah>. Smollett. <laughs> Juicy Smollett. And he, uh, uh, I always thought his name was Juicy. That's what, what he calls I, I would read it. It was like Juicy. Yeah, that's how he calls him in the, in the, the bit that he does. Oh. And he does a callback in the middle of doing that bit to uh, stuff he commented on with the Kevin Hart thing about the dollhouse and everything. Oh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he does a callback joke where he makes a joke about him smashing a dollhouse over Juicy Smollett, <laughs> if you will. And a- as a joke, and he- as a callback to something I already did, and he- he's always big on like bringing stuff back around from a, a bit he did six minutes earlier right and throwing it back in something different and tying it together yeah for those of you who don't know comedy that's what a callback <laughs> means it's, it's when you yeah use a f- previous punchline for a new punchline and it's always yeah. usually people end things like that right yeah with, with but he likes doing them throughout mm-hmm. and uh and so then i read read this article and it's literally a person writing an article saying like Dave Chappelle threatens to break a dollhouse over Jesse Smollett's head. Oh, Jesus And Christ. you're like, oh, this is exactly mm-hmm. the kind of shit he's talking about in this act is like, and they they, do, they instantly do it to him in his own act, yeah. using it, yeah, twisting it. it to do what they, yeah, I, I thought it was amazing. For clickbait. Yeah, that's pretty much... I mean, yeah, I, I think a lot of these journalists, like, um, it, it's, 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 it's more of like a thing to just get clicks mm-hmm. and whatever. It's not even like a personal thing. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah. but he talked about the thing mm-hmm. is, is everyone could have had a little, uh, you could be offended if you wanted to, because he kind of talks about everyone. So, I mean, he gets women and just different groups of people. So, um, uh, it was interesting to me because, you know, as a woman, I thought it was I thought it was hilarious because sometimes it's not just about being like so funny that it hits your gut. Sometimes it's about it being truthful. You've thought about it. Some people next to you have thought about it, but you guys never talked about it because it's just too taboo to talk about. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And so it was just nice that he kind of put it all on the table. Not to mention if you clicked on his show and didn't understand sticks and stones may break my bones but you know what i mean like you didn't know right. you kind of st- stepped yeah. into the lion's den i guess. well <laughs> I, I love how he brought that up in the in his his act too it's like you're the one who clicked on my face yes. like, <laughs> and he's been building up his last yeah. three specials they've put on here have been this yeah. start this feel mm-hmm. where he's Pushing the boundaries and, yeah. and twisting but on he the things. really pushed him here. On this I one. love it. And I really got to uh, watch it. You guys got to be excited. Uh, and I just love how, like, everything he's done with his career kind of, like, set him up to do this, to be able to go this far. Yeah. Well, that's why he's one of my favorites because I've always been, I actually got to see him live once. Oh, sweet. Uh, and it was literally. The first, if not, or one of the first shows after the whole thing with the show where he left for Africa. He returned to the motherland. Okay, so when you saw him, was it a show or was it a walk-in? No, this was a a regular show. Oh, it was an actual show where he was booked to be there. Yeah, in Washington, D.C., where he grew up. Right. And it was on his birthday weekend. And he was doing this show. It was literally him 
dipping his toe back into doing stand up after. Because, yeah, he went to Africa for yeah, he's quite a while. Jacked. Right? Yeah. Uh, no, he wasn't jacked. Oh, he... This is. Okay. This is like 12, 15 years ago. Oh, where where like, was he in Africa? South Africa, right? right? Yeah. Was it? Yeah. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, so he's doing the show, and literally, like, I would say the first 40 minutes wasn't even stand up. Mm-hmm. It was him, like, having an audience. It was like him doing therapy for himself. Actually, yeah, that's with, one with of my favorite uh, Chappelle's appearances is, is not even stand-up, but his actress studio appearance. Uh, yeah, like, it's phenomenal. To, if, every, if nobody saw that, see that shit. Wait, like, did you see the part after the show? Um, you mean like the epilogue? The epilogue, yeah. Uh, yes, yes. A lot of people missed that. Okay. I actually thought that was just incredible because there was a moment where um, I'm assuming he performed his stand-up for the audience, and then he opened it for questions, which he never does, apparently. Oh, he had a Q&A? Yeah. That is and, awesome. and he recorded it. And I think it was in black and white, unless I'm not seeing things. And so this guy stands up, um, and he goes, you know, you've really just inspired me. Like, you're so good to go do stand-up. And he's like, that's not a compliment, man. You know? <laughs> and, and for so many reasons, I'm happy he called that out, because I think as a stand-up comedian, um, so often your friends and family, neighbors, everyone's like, oh, I'm thinking about doing stand-up. Yeah, or, I'm thinking about doing stand-up, man. Yeah, or I, 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 I wrote out a bit. I'm going to... I can do that. You know what I mean? And they don't realize that you're basically saying that I'm not shit. This is easy. This is a gimmick. You know what I mean? Like, you don't put... You don't work... And that's not easy. And he was like, do you go to a lawyer and be like, hey, I could, I could do that. You know, go to a surgeon. Hey, you made that look easy. I'll go perform oh, open heart surgery. And that's literally was, was one of his examples. And I was like, wow, I'm so happy he did that for the com- comedy uh, community. Because <laughs> yeah. it, it's funny. Like, it's like, <laughs> I, I get where the person who asked the question is coming from. Cause like they, they probably have high self-esteem in that moment. Right. Cause they feel inspired by Chappelle but they haven't felt like the horrible lows of bombing yet. Yeah, seriously. Right. <laughs> but I mean, that, one of the things about great art is that it makes you want to do art, you know? Yeah. So I see the flip right. side of that as well. Well, they make it look easy. Yeah. And oftentimes yeah. that's the curse and the and like the what the burden and the the gift is that like you make things look look easy even yeah, for, at your for job all, for all disciplines like yeah. whether it's writing or oh. like when you see artists draw and it's just like. You just follow this line, and it's like, oh, okay, that's that's a thing, you know? Like you just fucking created a picture out of nothing, or a great clown. Yeah. yeah right. <laughs> Jeez. Oh wow, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that just killed me. Is that one of those callbacks? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> callback. <laughs> I define callback. What else are we talking about, Ashley? Uh, life's purpose. I, I wonder what you have to say about What do you have to say about life's purpose? You wrote that on the board. Yeah, you're the one who Yar, suggested it. I did. I, I just feel like, huh, like, have you explored, like, what your life's purpose is? I mean, I know it's a heavy-loaded sort of um, question or even a thought, but one, have you thought about it? Two, do you think you're doing your life's purpose? I mean, I, I've thought about my life's purpose and um, and – Sadly, I'm doing it, and yet it doesn't make me happy. Uh, what is your life's purpose? Yeah, it's that's to just make art. <laughs> in a, in in a way, I'm I'm doing that, but I I kind of feel like you need more in life than to just make art. Yeah. What do you mean? 
Because, like, um, I mean, outside of that, I mean, I mean, to one. So you're satisfied I, about that aspect of your life, but you want more other aspects of your life to be going. Yeah, I better. think you need multiple things going on in your life. In yeah, you need a community balance. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Uh huh. So at at this point, like, even though like I've thought about life's purpose earlier, it's something that's always in flux. I read that um, life's purpose should be fulfilling. So um, if you are truly doing your life's purpose, it, sh- it should be a fulfilling thing. And it doesn't have to be something but big. But you don't, you don't always want to do your life's purpose all the time, though, right? No. Like, let's say your life's purpose is knitting, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you don't want to knit for 18 hours a day. You you want to do you want to fucking eat some meals, well, and I have don't some think conversations. <laughs> I don't think your life's you know? purpose has to be one thing. Right. Exactly. That's what I'm. Right. Well, I I mean, yeah. So I mean, you got to do multiple things. You have to like take care of yourself socially, sexually. You know, like food wise. Well, the thing is, it has odor wise. You know, like there's. I think th- those are different things. Uh, I think life's purpose is really just having a general senses. One of, in order to ha- uh, to know if you're doing your life's purpose, I think you have to have self awareness. Do you okay. know what I mean? And that takes time, and it takes like um, interest in sort of getting to know your inner self, so that you'll know whether or not something is like <coughs> something that you can do for a long time. Because let's say your life's purpose is knitting, right? ideally it's probably not the act of actually knitting maybe it's that by knitting you're bringing people together or yeah. that by knitting but, but you're raising money that's, or that's something the, or yeah. by knitting yeah. you're raising awareness yeah. mm-hmm. or by knitting you're teaching someone how to make money in a third world country I don't know do you know what I'm saying like yes. it's a tool and it's something yeah. that you have to recognize so maybe you know I th- yeah <laughs> I think the pur- whatever purpose you, you do choose it has to have like social value attached to it so like does it? So, because uh, I feel like there's there's an emptiness in in the art I make, and in, in the sense that it it's not like this. Yeah, and it's more of a thing where it you have to kind of see that whatever you do is like affecting other people. I mean, it's kind of like the way Bill Gates doles out like charity. Like, it, it, I don't think. He, if you would get something out of it and it wouldn't be as like um, s- as smart perhaps to like just hand it to somebody and trust they'll do a good job and responsibly kind of dole out this charity. It's something you have to like kind of do yourself and kind of see for yourself. Unfortunately, I don't yeah. get it. What do you mean? Explain. Uh, I mean, because I, I, I think it's uh, when, when you provide uh, value, like like this kind of social value, I think like there's an emptiness to it if you do it in, a, in an, ex- an extremely macroscopic way, for instance. Like, mm-hmm. like there are these YouTubers probably that have like no friends and um, because they're not like meeting their fans or whatever. Um, but I think like, you know, somebody like Chappelle is probably doing it right because he's, like, you know, out there, you know, on, on the you public have to see, stage. You have to kind of see evidence of yeah, it. Yeah, seeing the evidence of his handiwork. You need feedback, kind of, Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, uh, the, there was this uh, interesting um, lecture that, um, 
I think it was George, Lu- and then like Kevin Smith started talking about it. Like he was, he, he had one of those like uh, uh, an announcements for not, uh, what do they call it when the, when people graduate and somebody speaks Commence- commencements. Commencements, yeah. yeah. Commencements and he was talking about like um, like the difference between pleasure and joy, mm-hmm. and he made like a few distinctions, right? So like pleasure is um, like uh, pleasure is is very easily kind of like um, like you you grow callous to it, right? So uh, you have X amount of pleasure and then the next day you need 2X pleasure and then the next day you need 3X pleasure and pleasure is of the body. It's like carnal, you mm-hmm. know, so it's like food-based or sex-based, right? Um, and it's, um, and yeah, so so like those are a couple of distinctions about pleasure and then he distinguished that between pleasure and joy, you know, and joy does not like callous, right? So the same joy you feel doing something will always be kind of stable, Right. And joy is not of the body. It's external to the body. So it's it generally involves like helping people or like uh, uh, building communities or like, you know, um, something to do outside of yourself, you know. And uh, and he was saying that, like, you know, like um, like that, th- that's kind of what you should live for as, as you know, when, when you when you get all the fame and all the money, like that's all pleasure shit. Right. And that kind of, you know, that w- which is why you always see those rock stars. that's like losing their minds and getting depressed even though they have everything you know you know to build on that do you think like um extroverts are happier than introverts yeah 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 i I definitely think think so so. i definitely think so because they have community and the community is a very important part of being happy you know because they can be external to themselves yeah i completely agree because it's so hard to to be a part of a community or build a community as As an introvert introvert, yeah. yeah I think there's so much division and labeling with introverts and extroverts. And I actually think that life is so long for many of us that you kind of will jump between being an extrovert at maybe one period of your life and being introvert at others and sometimes being both. And well, I, I think that's very individualistic for like a, a personality like yours, but that, that can't speak for like most of introverts that are very solidly introverted. Well, actually, I was speaking for extroverts because okay. I would say that nine times out of ten, the extroverts that I've talked about being an extrovert have found themselves being an introvert at periods. Because okay. I think that the very thing about extroverts that makes them exciting and social is also the very need for that sort of introspective sort of time with oneself that is mm-hmm. that is identified when you have introvert friends. Mm-hmm. Like you, you almost look to them for like, how are they yeah. dealing with things yeah. and, and you want yeah, to yeah yeah it's true because i, I like i'm an introvert but um like you know like i've learned to be an extrovert and at times it just kind of blurs the line like i've learned mm-hmm. to be an extrovert to such a degree that like i feel like i'm an extrovert sometimes that's you know? an incredibly hard thing to do it is because yeah. uh, yeah. i used to, when as a kid i was so fucking shy you know and i was like i just do not want to be this shy my whole life so and i, and I learned all the tricks was it just like you know? <laughs> what was it just like pickup classes or like what, what what was that well i never took classes i just read oh, books that okay. was that was part of it that that was like the this the the sexual part of it you know um and then there was you know there was just other shit as a kid that i just kind of forced myself to do you know and certain mannerisms. Oh, it's that just you kind of sheer willpower, up. then. I think so. Okay, I, I'd like to think yeah. so. I don't know. I but I agree with what Ashley said. I, uh, there's no like there's not just one kind of introvert and one kind of extrovert, and it's this side of the spectrum and that side. Because that, like you're saying, Jamie, same thing. Like I'm very much an introvert, mm-hmm. but then in certain settings, like at work. 
people would assume I'm an extrovert. Right. I'm part of my job is talking and interacting all day. Right. But I, I think the pure definition is like introverts uh, need s- uh, alone time in order to like recharge their batteries, and then extroverts That's part need of it. people in order to recharge their. It's batteries. also when I was seeing my therapist, we kind of dealt with it, and he had me reading this book, and it, it's it's what, what book. I, I'd have to look it up. It's it was something. It's like the book something of introverts. Mm. It's all about intro, being an introvert. And um, well, for next time I'll I have it. The in introvert's mind. guide to anal <laughs> pleasure. Lord. Anal pleasure and other such Clowns. things. Um, <laughs> and the the other big thing is where your energy comes from. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Not only charging your energy, but where it comes from. And the what the book said was the big thing is introverts your energy comes with it from within introverts Mm. introverts yeah from within extroverts their energy comes from interacting outwardly with others with the whereas the introverts more see the see things and the energy comes from what's going on inside and how they process it and and that's that's why a lot of introverts are artists and creative people because yeah, that's probably like why I, I admire douchebags because like <laughs> it, it, it comes from within. Yeah, like I can see that. I the can confidence see, comes from within. I can see right? their their energy coming from within themselves. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of energy, yeah, that's that's important. Um, this is random, but if you guys were gonna have a drink with three people oh god alive such a weird question alive yeah oh that that are alive that's an important thing because you know yeah. who would it everybody always says abraham lincoln yeah. who you know who would it be three alive people three alive people alive abraham lincoln would be one hell no. <laughs> <laughs> zombie zombie lincoln, lincoln. He may ever died. uh i'd say um joe, joe rogan howard stern and um, I don't know the third. Kim Jong Un probably. Wow. Yeah. Because I want I want a bad one in there. You know, just to see what they're like. Right. Wow, that's that's a fun one. And two two of them are hosts, that's which says f- something. <laughs> <laughs> that that would be kind of nice because they're interviewing you. It's more about you and that kind of. Well, they're just both fascinating people. You know, yeah. Howard Stern is fucking fascinating. He's one of the he best is. interviewers on the planet. Oh, you know? That's that's a really good answer to that question. Joe Rogan is fucking fascinating. He's, he's like, a cultural if, leader. Because by by definition, you inviting Joe Rogan to interview you, like you're not interview me. You're, just, just no, no, that's drink. what it is. That's what, that's what an interaction with him is like. It's like no, you're practically a guest on Joe Rogan. No, no, like a, 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 a drink. Yeah, yeah, a drink. Yeah, yeah. I I don't like being interviewed. Really? Yeah. That's actually my dream. How about interrogated? Interviewed. <laughs> Waterboard. I'd rather be yeah. interrogated <laughs> than interviewed. It's kind of like an interview. I'm such, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm such an introverted attention whore, but that is my dream is to just to be, be interviewed, interviewed by yeah. by Joe Rogan. Or or just, I don't know, just be interviewed in general. But so I'll, I'll interview you, so Maxima. So Joe Rogan is, so who are your three? I think the next podcast should be um, me interviewing Maxima. I love <laughs> it. I love Fuck. it. Let's fucking yes. make this the dream come true, time. man. Um, actually, my three would just be uh, people like, I know, as lame as that sounds, because like, well, you could have drinks with them. Okay, who? Yeah. Um. I, well, I'm not gonna name them because you know. <laughs> well, we need not. you to name well, three who, people. Who that you are they? Name. Who are they to <laughs> you? 
Not name three name. people you haven't had drinks with. Yeah. Not okay. ones you do. Okay, three people I haven't had drinks with. That's that you would probably like how to. I should answer it. Okay. Um, I, 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 let me think about this more. Like, can, okay, Matt. All right. I'm trying to think who I'd go with here. I'll tell you, I'm going to go with one uh, on the interest scale in terms of what they've experienced life and all that. And I hear they are an interesting person to talk to you. Uh, Queen Elizabeth. She's one. barely there, man. But I'm like, if you could, can I get her cognizant or no? Yeah. If you, if you pick her on a good day. Because that woman's lived some shit. Give her some Adderall. And I can. Queen yeah. Elizabeth on Adderall. <laughs> <laughs> if I could get her cognizant, like, y- there's got to be some interesting Give stories. Give her some B12. There. Um. And then uh, I want to get into more uh, writing as well. So, like, um, Stephen King is fascinating to me because of his views on writing and the the process. I don't agree with all of the things he writes about or things he thinks. But one of, one of the best books, like, he has a book called On Writing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's, like, it's On Writing the, the is best books about, amazing. Because every great author has written a book on writing, and I think his is by far one of the best in so, terms of process. I agree. So I feel like just talking to him about writing and the artistic process would be fascinating. Yeah. Coke and beer and alcohol, apparently. <laughs> yes. There was, there was a lot moments, of Coke, a lot of Coke, a lot of alcohol. Yeah. You know, there's several books that he wrote that he doesn't even rem- remember. Books that he wrote in, a, in like a week of just yeah. frantic fucking writing. Yeah. His, his first ever story was in Jugs Magazine. <laughs> Literally. What? Really? That's in wow. On Writing. He Jugs says that. Wow. Wow. Don't remember Jesus that. Ashley, you don't you remember think? that from your subscription of Jugs? You mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. or, or having read <laughs> Like, I have every Jugs Magazine. And wow. I don't remember I didn't even a single Richard Bachman. It's like... <laughs> I thought it was a military. Like you okay. can only think of military. Like I don't know. Like I thought it was some sort of combat. It's you a, thought it was for a jug connoisseurs, like, like like a ceramic it's magazine. A, it's a water, yeah, a water receptacle <laughs> magazine. It's like oh, camping. Okay. Oh, he's a psychotourist. It makes sense. <laughs> it's kind of like it's like a crate and barrel kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> this magnificent jug with oh, holds two liters and has a floral print. I was just like, oh, really? And they have subscriptions. Handmade by the Japanese. Yeah, it's oh. a pornographic magazine. Actually. Gotcha. Okay, now I know. <laughs> now I know. Um, okay, so mine would be. Uh, actually, I take it back. Mine would be the three clowns that I listed. I would just. <laughs> <laughs> Who are your? You didn't list your three. What are they? <laughs> I don't know. The serial killer one, and then fucking Joker, which is fiction. And Ronald McDonald, yeah, Ronald McDonald, sick son of a bitch. God, a beer fuck. with beer with fucking Ronald, Jesus. man. Okay, mine would be um, Jerry Seinfeld. That's a good one. Why want to be Jerry Seinfeld? Because he's fucking incredible. He's like, incredible. No, I mean like. Just on so many levels, like his dedication and his discipline is beyond. Yeah, and the um, way that he writes, I love the way that he writes because he's so precise about his jokes. Yeah. I like I like being precise with my jokes too. Like he also I write out every word. Explain his process, which a lot of people can't do. You know, mm-hmm. like why he thought that was funny. Right. And then, um, what was I going to say? Oprah. <laughs> good choice. That's a good one. <laughs> good for choice. sure. And no, no reason necessary for just Oprah. Drop the O. Yeah. And then... She should run for president. She really... She could fucking win. She could beat all these people. 
That's yeah, but true. She, but why would she want to do that when she's in the best position? Like she gets to yeah. dine with them anyway. She already to save the world. Her. That's why she knows that to save is to save on a smaller level, and she already does that. Yeah. Well, she could fucking go up against Kim Jong Un, Oprah versus Kim. And then we'd have World War Four. <laughs> so at my third Wait, one, just skipping three. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, Oprah. If Oprah ran tomorrow, she would fucking win. Oh, she would. she would become the president by by a landslide. Oprah versus Trump? Are you fucking kidding? Okay, me? okay. Who would be? Okay, my third one would be Marlon Wayans. By the way, okay. So who would be Marlon Wayans? Marlon Wayans, the one he's, who he's did. a young one. Yeah, he did that movie on uh, Netflix with the six yeah. brothers, right? Sex Tuplets. He writes a lot and produces. He's funny a lot. as fu- that movie, as corny as it was, funny as fuck. He's funny. Yeah, I mean, I just think it's phenomenal as a writer, producer, comedian. Well, yeah, he's like, a prolific he's longevity. guy. He was in Hot Girls. He was in Hot Chicks, he was right? In, yeah, he also or white, produced, white, like, white girls. White chicks. White, white, chicks. Chicks. white chicks. Yeah, I just, I think I'd be dope. And he's funny. White he's chicks. so funny. White dope. chicks or hot girls? Which, which or uh, the the Rob Schneider cross dressing one or the Marlon Wayans? White chicks. White chicks. Definitely. I I mean, there were so many moments well, like, making my way. Clarify. I don't think Rob Schneider cross-dresses. I think he Freaky Fridays. Oh, that's right. That's oh, right. right. Mm. He body yeah. swaps. Mm. Mm. Okay. Remember Soul Man? Yes. No. That guy never worked again. Have you heard of that Because one? you can't do blackface. It you is, can't do it. The plot of the movie is this guy's trying to get into Harvard, and he can't get a scholarship. They're okay. giving scholarships to African Americans. So he does so blackface. So he dresses in blackface. And he gets, and the, gets the scholarship and then Harvard. He, and then he meets a woman, and then he learns a lesson at the end. But still, can't do blackface, never Did worked again. Did you know that um, <laughs> Mindy Kaling's brother... And James Earl Jones is in that movie. Wait, is he? Wait. What, Did, is, what is he doing in that okay, movie? Uh, okay. Did you know that Mindy Kaling's brother <laughs> actually did that? He... Uh, Mindy Kaling. Yeah, his her brother did that. He did what? He, like he went blackface and got a scholarship to Harvard. Oh, he actually did it. Wow. Yes. Uh-huh. Wow. He doesn't need to go blackface. He's dark already. He's Indian. Well, he's Indian. That's that's yeah. kind of uh yeah, I mean if he couldn't get in if he was Indian. But he yeah. didn't like paint himself. He just he just checked what? the box, right? Yeah, yeah. Right. Like, yeah, would, He got a scholarship how an academic. They don't even give full scholarships. I don't know. I, I need to look up um, the details of it again. But uh, <laughs> are you sure about he's not making this? No, up? no, no. You can look this up. I'm pretty sure. But you about said he this. didn't alter his face, did he? Or he did didn't he? need to. Yeah, yeah. Indians. Okay, so he didn't do blackface. Part. But he yeah. pretended he, he was. He pretended he was, was African American yeah. and not Indian. Yes. Uh huh. But Go. we, we got to get to your list, Maximo. You're the last one. Jesus Christ! Yeah. I, God damn it! Um, can I just say nobody? <laughs> Uh, first person, Mindy Kaling's brother, okay. to get to the bottom of this. And then the, the soul man who never worked again. See <laughs> Thomas Howells. See Thomas Howell. Okay, yeah. why don't you just do your this or that? All right. And okay. We're ready. Okay, so, um, okay. Um, what's the better male power fantasy, Dan Bilzerian <laughs> or Superman? Like, do you, I'm so confused. Do you know who Dan Bilzerian is? I do know who ba- okay. Dan no. Bilzerian is. I don't. Okay, what's the okay? Dan Bilzerian is like he's like this buff, like super rich guy who um, who constantly has like Instagram ass like all over him. Yeah, like he's like the guy who's seven. like fanning money on a boat with uh. Yeah. Oh, I know. Forty-seven. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, what what's the greater male power fantasy? Superman. Superman. Like it, it doesn't even compare. Mm-mm. No, I, I, I disagree. <laughs> Wait, this is a right or wrong. Have, answer. have any of yeah. you guys watched that that show, yeah. Amazon The Boys? No. It, oh, the boy! Yeah, I love that show. So that show basically posits what Superman would really be like in our world, basically. <laughs> and it's him basically abusing, yeah, home, the male fantasy. Homelander, right? Mm. Yeah. yeah, that's a fascinating show. I love that. It show. is, and that character is fascinating because it plays up that like this guy's literally a god. Uh-huh. So it, there's like no consequences. Yeah, to he, doesn't, every... he doesn't really care about human life. What's as a funny no. is like yeah. earlier today, I was like listening to this guy like talking about Superman as male power fantasy as a thing where like, oh, he gets to save people. What a fantasy. But like, um, but yeah, I mean, to me, like, uh, like the, the power fantasy is like the kind of like a kind of a very Machiavellian like selfish kind of Dan Bilzerian sort of thing. Yeah, I agree with you. I think yeah. that, that just get old really fast, you mm-hmm. know. And I feel Superman could do that, too. Yeah, he can also do that if he wanted to. You see, but that's the... On top of being a thing, god. It's, I, I meant the question more as, like, the idea. Because the idea is Superman is, like, a hero. Like, do you think a male power fantasy is about being a hero, or is it about oh, being I full of, saying. like... Like Instagram ass. I think it's how old this man is. Because mm-hmm. I would say from 0 to 33, 34, it's probably going to be the... What's his name? Dan Balzerian. Yeah, Dan yeah. Balzerian. Yeah. And then I would say and once his balls drop, then it'd probably be Superman. I would agree with that. Superman. Hey, man, it's Superman. Is that the Jamaican version? Uh, oh, I yeah, smoke at the... <laughs> you don't know about that, huh? But I tell you that uh, he'd be a great Superman if you were Actually, the better name for that, that hero a... would be Buffalo Soldier, right? That's a that's a beautiful oh, skit, Ashley, that you just happened yeah, upon. Yeah. It Superman. Is. Superman. Hey, man. I'm the Superman. Give me a couple lines from Superman. Superman. Hey, I'm here to take faster care. than a what? Faster than I'm faster than the shooting star across the, the galaxy, man, you know? Just sit on down. More powerful than? I'm more powerful than a bull going at your car, man. <laughs> I'm stronger and I fly faster, man, than a Boeing engine man uh. I piss um, gold man I piss gold? liquid gold okay. oh. don't have a sense of humor uh. you got to get go get one <laughs> so we'll, we'll end it on superman guys alright <laughs>